One of the common questions I've been asked this week in the uh, Minnesota community is, can I mow my lawn during the nine days? So, the Chayadim quotes the Brisa, it doesn't quote the entire Brisa, but the Brisa in Mesepah's Tainus tells us that and we should avoid building a binyan shel simcha and netiyah shel simcha and plantings of simcha. So let, let's go one by one. So building, what's considered a building of simcha? So, Shachnar tells us that all construction should be avoided unless there's a tzarech. Let's say a person has, doesn't have space in his home, he needs to extend, and they're fixing the extension. A person has a contractor who's not going to show up later if he doesn't show up now, so that will be considered a aved. If something in that home is dangerous and needs to be fixed, so that can be, that can be fixed on, uh, during the nine days. <clears throat> so anything that's, that's actual building, so that should be avoided unless you have one of these heterim that it's a tzarech. Someone asked, can I hang pictures? So hanging up pictures is not considered binyan, and that's not construction. However, there's, there's the, an overall consideration that during the nine days, we should be mites besimcha. So I told them, definitely not us, so no matter what you're hanging, it's, it's fine. But if it's uh, something that you've been waiting for, you're anticipating a whole year to get a certain picture, and it's going to make your room, so perhaps you should just avoid that you know, during the nine days. Let's say a person buys a new rug, and you already have it or you bought a new couch, should you start using it during the nine days, setting it up? So again, there's another, there's a consideration of a mount and but if it's not binyan, it's not technically aser. The Gemara also says in the Simcha, planting of simcha would be a problem. So what's considered natiyah? So that would be someone who's planting flowers in their, in their, in their front yard. They're planting their own personal uh, vegetables. So then if it's a natiyah simcha, Unless they're gonna miss the season of planting, if it's if they only have one a one week season, so then it'll be mutter because it will be a davravid, it'll be some type of uh, tzarech. But if it's not a tzarech right now, so a person should not should avoid planting and <clears throat> and uh, and anything growing things that are shel semcha. However, let's say it's a person's job, it's for parnasa. Someone's a gardener or someone has a farm. You're a farmer, you grow corn or you grow I don't know what the season is now, but you have to plant your seeds. So then, we mutter based on that's your business, that's parnasa. Additionally, the the Brewer says that maintenance will be fine. So any any uh, weeding or mowing your lawn, as the question was asked, is a hundred percent mutter during the nine days. It's only planting shalsemcha, but maintenance is mutter. <clears throat> There's a general discussion about maso matan. That if you look in the brisa, it seems that a person should be you're supposed to minimize your maso matan. You minimize doing business during the nine days based on the concept of mishnichnas av matan simcha. So I guess like life should like slow down a little bit. So the mishnah says that many were machmer, or they were of the opinion to be machmer, that even your typical business, your job, you should cut back, cut back on your hours, cut back on your time spent at work. But he quotes from the Chayadam that achsha bezmanazetz kadei panasasai. We, we, we don't have these cheshbarnas, we should do it k'day panasasai, that, that's your, everything we do is, is considered k'day panasasai, that's our job, and therefore the minig is not to minimize and we, we run our business as usual. But that's talking about panasa in the world of your job. However, there are things that we do that are beyond the job. A person who is going shopping, so that's not his job. So there's this concept of being might, b'masa matah, to limit what you're purchasing, what you're handling, what you're doing 
during the nine days. So the question is, what is included in this custom, in this minog, or this, you could even call it an iser, of maso matan, of this concept of being the might, the maso matan during the nine days. So the price can really say anything extra. Anything extra should be avoided. Some of the price can say, even food, which is mutter to purchase during the nine days, we'll see. But let's say a person has their, their shopping spree where they stock up on coffee and plates and and, and, they, and for them, it gets them really excited. So if you could avoid doing that during the nine days, it's better because we're a mite, the maso matan. But obviously, you know, hatha number one would be anything needed for the week. You don't have to go hungry. You don't have to, to not use, not buy plates or coffee or cups. It's definitely mutter. But if to stock up, there'll be an Indian to avoid that. But if you're already there, let's say you're in the store and they have a good deal and it's a schlep to go back, it'll be mutter as well. And that applies to even things beyond, beyond cups and plates. Let's say a person is away for a week or two, they're visiting a city, and there's a, there's a certain store that, that they're, they're only able to get to now because they're there. Let's say someone's in New York for a couple of days, during the nine days, and there's a clothing store or the, or the like where it would be very hard to get back. And assuming you can't order on the phone online, you have to order it, in, you have to buy, purchase it in person. So then it'll be, uh, it'll be mutter to purchase even during the nine days. By the way, the same hetter applies on a halabai, a person that's visiting a city. And it's a tircha to get back there. Rabbi Moshe Feinstein says then there's no problem of purchasing items on Chalamoy. Another hat would be a chasen and a kala. So a chasen and a kala, the mishabur is mashma, they could purchase things for their wedding. Some of the parties can say maybe even if it's not for the wedding proper, if it's for shaver brachas or, or the like, it'll be mutter. But for the wedding, hakomoydim, it'll be mutter to purchase that for the chasen and kala themselves to purchase that. If it's the father of the chasen or that type, so then it doesn't seem like it'll be mutter, unless it's a davravid, you're not going to have time, you're going to miss out on a deal, you're not going to have time to get something tailored in time for a wedding. So we could, we could consider it a tzarach mitzvah, perhaps, perhaps a person could be making that situation as well. Let's say your tish above shoes or chairs, so since it's needed for that week, it'll be mutter. The person can point out, let's say a person is purchasing a great, nice pair of shoes. So they figure it happens to be it's not leather. And our minog is that if it's not leather, we could wear those shoes on Tisha B'av. So let's say a person found his uh, vegan, I'm just kidding. He found uh, non-leather shoes, but they're really nice shoes. They're quality, expensive shoes. You're going to wear them every day or the like or every Shabbos. So then, just because you happen to wear it on Tisha B'av now, that's not really appropriate to purchase that during the nine days. Unless there's nothing else to, to wear. But a person, if you're buying you know, Crocs or, or, or cheaper cheaper sandals, which is not such a simcha anyways, so that would be fine, you're wearing it for Tisha B'Av and it's not, it's not considered a simcha, although for some people, a pair of Crocs would be, would be a simcha, so maybe you should buy something a little cheaper than that, knock off Crocs, maybe. Okay, next, what else could a person purchase during the nine days? So let's say a person has a baby, or a newborn baby, or it's, it's growing out of its, its previous clothing, it, it grew in size, so then you'll, you'll have to purchase clothing for them. Additionally, the same way we said there's a hat for, for, to wash, to do laundry for children that constantly get themselves dirty, so you're allowed to purchase clothing of the like for them. You shouldn't buy them fancy clothing, but clothing that, that they soil all the time, you're allowed to purchase for children as well. And the same hat applies to adults. So big day zaya, things that we sweat up, so 
Obviously, if you have enough, you shouldn't buy that during the nine days. Once a person runs out of pitezea, socks, undershirts, underwear, so then you're, it's better to purchase new, new ones than to do laundry. <clears throat> Let's say simple things like a fork, a frying pan. So then that'll be mutter as well. Perhaps a grill, a, a nice grill, one should avoid purchasing during the nine days. Maybe a smaller grill. People don't assume that's such a simcha. So that would be fine if a person is using it, you know, you know, for his, uh, his fish barbecue. And finally, if something's on sale, if it's a significant sale, not a 10% off, but if it's a significant sale, and if you wait, if it lasts the nine days, you would lose out on the sale. So it's mutter. Is it have to even a halamite? So during the nine days, it should not be any different. A person should be allowed to buy that if it's on sale. There's another halacha that kind of gets thrown in into this discussion of the nine days, and that's the discussion of cutting nails. So the truth is, if you look in Shulchan Aruch, there's no mention of any prohibition, any custom of not cutting nails during the nine days. The Magana Ram says, therefore, it's mutter. The Magana Ram is mako. One is allowed to cut their nails during the nine days. The Taz is machmir. I'm assuming his raya, his proof, will be from Hilchas Shloishim. As we mentioned, some want to say that the nine days have a din of of someone who lost a relative, and they, they're they're uh, keeping the, the hanhagas of Shloishim. We call it Shloishim. There's different halachas of Shloishim. You don't take haircuts. You, you don't cut your nails. So perhaps that will be included in this the day that, that we're that we're concerned for the hanhagim of Shloishim, and a person should not cut their nails. The Aruch HaShulchan says we're not machmer in this. We can make it on the Mishabur himself. There's not paskin. He just brings down both days. And then he gives you a bunch of heterim. Not so clear what the Mishabur holds about cutting nails. But let's go through the heterim. If a person has any tzarach and any need to be mekel, there's definitely what to rely on. The Magan Arama's mekel, the Aruch mekel. But here's the heterim. Even if a person wants to be machmer like the Taz, the Mishabur says there are a bunch of heterim. First of all, it only applies during Shavuah Shachabai. Only Shavuah Shachabai, Tishabav, the week of Tishabav, that's the only time where you have this, this uh, custom of not cutting nails. Additionally, if it's if it's if it's Arab Shabbos, if it's Friday Friday afternoon, or you're doing it any time, the covered Shabbos, the Mishnah says it's mutter. It happens to be for us that we we hold that this year there really is not a Shur Shachabai regarding most halachas. So, anyways, it'll be mutter this year when when Tishabav is on Sunday. There will be no problem allowed to cut your nails. Let's say in a regular year, let's say Tishabav is on Thursday, so you have a Shur Shachabai. So there would be a heter. Let's say a woman's going to the mikvah, the the minigas, and the Shulchan Aruch says to cut their nails. Let's say a person needs it for for hygiene. Their 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 nails are really dirty, or the children's nails are dirty. So it'll be it'll be fine. You're allowed to cut their nails. There's another question of biting nails. So even in Hilchas Shloishim, which would be the source to be Machmer, a person's allowed to bite their nails during uh, during Shloishim. And I would say I would venture to say any tzarich, any time there's a need. One would be allowed to because most of the place can seem to be mako. It's a shaila of a minog. One could, any tzarach, one, should, one, one is allowed to be mako and cut their nails. There's a question of getting manicures and pedicures. So it would be very difficult to find them a car to say anything. Any of these things are asr during the nine days. It would be like putting on makeup. Why not? Why, why should a person not do Why should a lady not do that during the nine days? It's fine. If someone gets excited by these things, you know, once, once a year they do it. It's a special event, so again, it'll be part of the. the it'll, be, it'll be like hanging pictures, where it's really not us, sir. If for you this is a very, very exciting event, getting a, I don't know, a manicure, so then we would say that that maybe avoid it during the nine days, but halachically, you cannot find the makar for it. It's, it's definitely mutter 
for for a woman to go for a manicure. So, Mirza Shem, the rest of the week we'll discuss the halachas of Tisha B'av, especially this year, but Tisha B'av, Shechav, Shabbos, what are the halachas of Shabbos this year, when it actually is the ninth day of Av, and what are the ramifications for Sunday, and we'll get to some of the halachas of Tisha B'av as we uh, conclude our discussion on the halachas of the three weeks.